Well, thanks for uh, thanks for doing this, man. Yeah. You were just saying uh, you have a unique perspective being in a band and being a music photographer. Yep. How's that? Uh, I, in my experience, and I'm sure in yours, bands really hate photographers sometimes. Really? Yeah. I well, <laughs> I I can understand that. I think it just depends on how you're interacting with bands. Like in my situation, I I was in a band first before I was a photographer. You know, uh-huh. it's been like it's been like been in bands for like eleven years. And uh so I think because of that when I became a photographer, it was easier to kind of navigate that world because I knew what it was like to be in a band. So there's that empathy mm-hmm. of like how a band sees things. Um and then when I started touring with bands, um, that is a completely different dynamic than just like being a guy at a show taking pictures. Because I could, I, I've definitely seen bands and I've seen photographers get really annoyed at each other, mm-hmm. like at shows. And I can kind of, I can relate to that. But thankfully, it hasn't happened to me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's good. Definitely, it's. But for sure, though, like I've been very fortunate to build really good relationships with the folks that um i've worked with um i'm gonna try to fix my exposure a little bit on here it's really oh no worries it's, yeah. it's bright there we go i didn't realize you could adjust that yeah, yeah yeah um that's better but yeah i don't know i think it's one of those things that you kind of just have to start doing it and make some mistakes and then you will kind of realize what it you know i think everyone has expectations of what it's like to be a music photographer and they start doing it and it's just so different than what they Mm -hmm. thought it was going to be yeah what were your uh preconceptions that were crushed upon getting into it see i don't know because i guess i my i had more preconceptions about touring in general than Mm -hmm. i did about music photography um I think one of the things with touring was just like the constant I, it's really hard to describe mm-hmm. what what I what the ex- expectations I had about touring in the beginning but I think like it's more about what you learn than what you're expecting um, just like you learn a lot about yourself de- living in close proximity to other people mm-hmm. you know for a month for two months this last tour was supposed to be three months um you, you sort of like become very honest with yourself about you know how long can you go like without showering before you start to have <laughs> real issues just it's stuff like that but mm-hmm. it's been it's been cool though i've been really happy about it oh, that's good you had this tour three months you said cut yeah. down to one because mm-hmm. of covid19 yeah yep 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 yeah where were you um where were you headed where were you uh, when uh when you had to so- turn around so it was it was funny because we yeah we were like a month in and I, I think like once the virus started to spread quicker uh we started talking about like you know what's gonna happen like if this gets canceled how's it gonna work mm-hmm. and so they started having conversations and then they were like hey we're gonna cut the last half of the tour so it means we're all gonna go home on like march 22nd or something and this was like this was happening on like march 10th yeah. so we were like okay we have one more week of tour and then we're going home and then i think we were in lubbock texas 
when mm. they were like, we're going home tomorrow. And that was on like March 11th or something. Like it was, it was literally the next day they were like, we're going home tomorrow. Um, so <laughs> Lubbock, Texas ended up being the last day of tour. And then we went home, you know, the, the band that I was with, I was with, um, war of ages. I don't know if you've heard of them. I haven't. Um, no. Uh, but they're like from all over. So the next day was kind of just everyone like getting to their own specific area of the country. Uh, um, but yeah, it was, it was a lot. It was really interesting to see like the effect of the virus. Cause we were, we were everywhere. Like we were in, we were in San Diego, like a couple of days before they put in like their big shelter in place order. Oh, um, wow. So like we were like, we were in it. Um, and uh we started to see like how folks were handling it um and then yeah mm-hmm. we, i think we thought that we were going to be okay because the, our shows weren't that big um we were like because we saw folks that were like we're canceling shows because there are 500 people or whatever and we're weren't we weren't even close to that number of people so we were like mm. we're probably we'll probably be okay and then mm the cdc did their whole like no 10 person gathering for eight weeks and that was kind of like yeah we're we're out yeah and that number was dwindling too they were saying for for big shows because they i'm sure golden voice didn't want um coachella to cancel you know they were saying like i mean that's what was so crazy was seeing those cancel like coachella south by like all those big festivals like getting canceled That, I think when I think South by canceled, it was like, okay, it's this is real. That's when the music <laughs> industry was like, we are screwed. Uh, once yeah. South by canceled, um, <laughs> and then it kind it just started to attack smaller and smaller tours. Like, uh, I'm good friends with the guys in No Sleeper, and mm-hmm. they were just out with Bad Omens, and they had to cut theirs. And once that happened, I'm like, Ugh, we're not that far. <laughs> we're not that far off. Um, right. So. It was uh, it was rough, but you know mm. I'm 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 actually kind of relieved to be home mm-hmm. during all of this because it was the stressful part was like seeing the world fall apart and like not being able to like be home. That was mm-hmm. really that was really intense. But now yeah. we're now we're back. <laughs> I know a lot of people who were wherever they were. They decided like okay, I'm just gonna spend you know my time or this time with family or with friends mm-hmm. like they just decided one place to hunker down mm-hmm. and it was like a few people in dc and a few people like a couple of people in new york are like just okay this is where i want to be for the next you know x amount of months yeah and yeah hopefully hopefully less but yeah, not, yeah. you never know yeah it's kind of a relief yeah i mean yeah i mean i i i honestly have kind of been enjoying the isolation uh you know, Simon, so I'm in Nebraska, and mm. Nebraska doesn't have a stay-at-home order yet. Oh, really? Um, not yet. They're one. They're one of like the four states that doesn't have like a total lockdown. Because um, you're in. Where are you at? Uh, Southern California. I'm in uh, oh, Rancho Cucamonga. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, so you're in. You're in Soka. You are. You are. You are stuck where you're at. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but in Nebraska, it's it, they're still pretty lax on it. I don't know how long it's going to last for. But mm. even so, I think just. It, I think the general consensus in Nebraska is still that like you shouldn't go outside if you don't have to. Um, right. So most folks like myself are kind of just voluntarily self-isolating and mm. I've enjoyed it a lot because I 
spent the last month on tour constantly with people and talking to people. Mm -hmm. Um, And now I can just stay home, play my PS4, not do anything. So (laughs) it's a good, it's a good, it's been honestly pretty good right now. So yeah, it's nice. It's yeah. (laughs) There's going to be a certain point where everybody is tired of this. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of us already are, but yeah, in, in some way I'm like definitely tired of it, but, um, yeah, I think a lot of the I'm trying to think. I think being able to still go like grocery shopping and do essential things is kind of what is keeping me through. Yeah. Like if we couldn't do that, that would be an entirely different conversation. Oh, yeah, it's like, oh, different. you cannot leave the house, period. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've been going on drives. Because that's yeah. not that's not. I like, did that. I did that a few days ago, where I just like I got in my car and I'm like, I don't know where I'm going. I'm just gonna go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think I had to like, I think I had to go grocery shopping. But I was like, I'm gonna go to the store like way on the other side of the town, just just to be in my car. Yeah. <laughs> <Not in> my <laughs> home, just and there's something about listening to the radio yeah. in your car yeah. that's that's totally different. Totally, and total, totally. you know, very relaxing, I guess. I have this nice view of the valley below mm-hmm. that is now very clear because there's no, there's there's so many, so fewer cars on the road. Oh, dude, yeah. I think yeah. I saw recently that, like, um, in, like, China, like, air pollution is at an all-time low because mm-hmm. uh, of all this, which kind of makes me laugh. Like, this is actually having a pretty positive effect on the environment. Oh, but, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Immediately, I was looking at uh, weather sites to see air quality in LA, and I've never seen so much, so many little green spots for all yeah, like the yeah. the stations. Yeah, because yeah, I've been in LA a few times as well, and like I remember just being like, "This air like sucks." It's disgusting. <laughs> but, it makes the heat worse too. Like yeah. if you if you came in when it was hot, like it's mm-hmm. you just yeah, feel gross. You know. Last time I think I was in LA and. August mm-hmm. uh, oh god August of 2018 and mm-hmm. and then uh, the two times my last tour and this tour we both had a few days in um, Southern California so been there a lot and it's cool I like it I enjoy it but I don't think I could live there um, but I totally get like I, I mm-hmm. get the appeal of it I think like yeah going to the beach is cool but that's about it. <laughs> I've lived here most of my life. I've gone yeah. to the beach. I can't remember the last time I went to the beach. Yeah. It's, I'm sure that like once, you, once you live with it, like you get tired of it, I'm guessing. Yeah. It seems like it's almost a touristy because I'm so far touristy. away from it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very touristy. It's already like, always crowded. And cool. um, it's like it's just more often than not, it's more trouble than it's worth. But I'm an hour from the beach. So it's like it's a, it's already oh, kind so of it's a project. Like, it's, like a, yeah. it's like a journey for you to go to the beach. Yeah, it's really a day. Like, it. I'm not going for a couple hours. You got to really want it. No, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been uh, going through the old uh, catalogs on, uh, on Lightroom? And I actually haven't. Like, I've, I've no. been very just, like, intentional about taking this mm. time off and, oh, like, good. not working. Like, I got home and I had... Um, I had some work that I had some photo work because I'm a I'm a wedding photographer also when I'm not traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had some I didn't have any photos to edit, but I had some client work I had to do, um, but I mm-hmm. wrapped all that up. So now I'm just like 
because you gotta you gotta understand i was gonna be gone for another two months so that means that i had no sessions planned for two months and because of all of this virus stuff i have no plans on scheduling any sessions for two months Mm -hmm. so like i'm literally just like i got nothing to do like i'm working on marketing doing all that stuff like all the all the regular back end stuff you have to do but like Mm. i'm not like working which is pretty nice but it is nice. I don't. I don't. Uh, I've shot a few weddings, but it was never the the bread and butter. So I'm not feeling that hurt. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. I, yeah. I'm fortunate because you know my first wedding of this year is until the end of May. Um, oh, okay. And they might. We're, we've been talking. They might reschedule. Um, we don't know exactly, but the positive about all this is that they're talking to me about scheduling mm. and not going somewhere else. Um, right. Because a lot of, a lot of my friends uh, in the industry who had weddings in this time, like mm. they're straight up just out money because yeah. their couples rescheduled to that telling them then they're not, they're not available on that date. Or I've seen some folks that like, they're still going to have their wedding during the 10 person limit. But because of that, they can't have a photographer because like some folks it's like they're, they're, they have 10 people already with like mm. their family and themselves. Like we can't have a photographer cause we yeah. have 10 people already. You'd be um, 11. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be, ele- be 11. Yeah. Um, and e- even in Nebraska, like it's still against the law to do that. Like they, they've still put that into law. Um, Oh, the, the gathering limit people gathering. Yeah, yeah. Like they, the people are getting like tickets for that. Mm. Um, wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> are they high? I don't know. I, I I personally don't know. But what I do know is that, like, it's important because, I mean, there are, were reports of, like, 50, 60 pe- people, like, having a party, like, somewhere. It's like, you can't really be doing that right now. But yeah. <laughs> one of the things that I want to do. In L.A., too, it's, yeah. like, uh, from what I hear, they're not enforcing it as much as they should be. But mm-hmm. there are fines for yeah. breaking that I mean, I can only imagine how taxed the LAPD must be just like oh, man. trying to get a handle on that. Mm. It honestly makes me worry about like crime because you know, I feel like the police are going to be so maybe not right at this moment, but mm. you know, I could I wouldn't be surprised if it got to a point where the police are like so overworked from like you know, containing everything that like small crimes like can't be like theft or that yeah. kind of stuff like can't they just can't they don't have yeah. any resources for that, but I don't know if it'll. I don't know if it'll get to that point in Nebraska, but definitely in a bigger city, I could see that being. Um, I could see that being an issue. But mm. what city are you in? I'm in Lincoln, so I'm in the capital Lincoln? of Nebraska. Mm. Um, but even that, like, we have like two hundred thousand people. Like, we're not a big, like, comparatively, not that big. But. No, my my suburb has about two hundred and forty thousand. Yeah, your, your, your suburb <laughs> yeah. has that. Yeah, our entire yeah. city. Has that. <laughs> But it must be nice that like not so many people on the road. Dude, honestly, yeah, I think we can relate one of the to that. Things is that like <laughs> Lincoln is has been very prepared for the virus because we kind of got hit on the back end of it. You know, mm. Seattle, California, New York—they all got hit like really tough right at the beginning. But mm. you know, it, the hospitals here seem like they're able to. They like they've been like making press releases about how they're very ready to accept COVID-19 patients. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, where was I going with that? Yeah. It, it's, well, it it's, seems it's like you're okay here though. 
you're a little more prepared. Yeah. Like you saw how bad it could get in more populous areas. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, definitely it was really bad in the bigger places, but Nebraska has been relatively okay with it. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. Um, People generally, I think are all the complaints aside that, you know, people aren't listening to the, these orders and whatnot. I think largely people are, people are starting to get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially here. It's like, people are, people are scared. Like I was at, I had to go to the store yesterday and uh, like now everybody had, well, you have to wear a mask now, but like even before then everybody was wearing a mask. Yeah. People are like staying away from each other. My roommate mentioned that, um, that she coughed um, like into her, into her elbow. Right. Like, but this old Uh-oh. woman like, Uh-oh. like turned around and just gave her a look like, just like, dude, yeah, I remember I was at I was at Walmart, which is not a good place to be right now. It's not a good place to no. be ever, but <laughs> especially right now. Um, and I was walking around and like I heard someone like a few aisles down, mm-hmm. like cough, and then I heard someone behind me be like, "Oh hell no, we're getting out of here." <laughs> and I'm like, "Dang, dude, like doesn't travel that far, just like." But nobody knows. That's a thing. That, that is true. Nobody does know. But yeah, I just thought the reaction was funny. Like yeah, just really, <laughs> really, really feeling zero it, tolerance. Yeah, absolutely zero tolerance. So, what kind of shows were you playing? Like uh, you said, you were nowhere near five hundred people. Yeah, but like, so, so you're playing much smaller places. Yeah, much so more packed. Those shows were like not like houses, but you know. Two, three hundred people for the most mm. part. Um, War of Ages was supporting a band called Disciple, mm. and um, they're a bigger band, uh, play a lot of churches now. And they weren't the tour was not just supporting Disciple, it was just a few dates that were supporting Disciple. Um, and so, whenever there was a Disciple show, there'd probably be like 300 people. Um, mm-hmm. And then there were sort of these gaps between the Disciple shows where War of Ages would have their own like headlining dates with another band called Convictions. And those shows were kind of in the like the 50 to 90 person range. Oh, um, okay. It was booked pretty last minute, so it was a little tough to mm-hmm. get them promoted. But yeah, still so a lot it, of people. It was definitely That's under nice. 500. So we kept, mm-hmm. we kept going for a while, but then, you know, that whole thing happened. <laughs> it's so messy too though like those shows and especially in a post-hardcore environment right everybody's moving around everybody's spilling beers feeling drinks oh, touching yeah. each it other not sanitary at all yeah <laughs> there's like, just no way like the to... bathrooms like good god <laughs> <laughs> i started doing a like a a compilation of of just venue bathrooms like from nice to yeah it's pretty horrendous and that was the cool thing about playing in churches is like churches are really well built and they have a lot of money so like they have like good amenities yeah really it was (laughs) really really weird playing in a church because because like you had a, a, a green room for like each band and like really nice bathrooms and like catering just weird nice we're not used to that at all and i wasn't i should clarify i was i was their photographer on this tour so like 
I wasn't even playing. Like, I just got yeah. to enjoy all this. But. <laughs> but you got you got to crack at the cheese plate and all that sort oh, of thing, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, when you're on tour like that, I mean, I was basically, as far as the venue was concerned, I was a sixth member. I, I was a member of the band, right. as far as venue is concerned, because there was, I think there were there were seven of us total. Because um, mm-hmm. War of Ages has five people, and they had me, and then they had a sound guy. Um, mm-hmm. So they the, the venue sees that as just seven people to feed. Um, right, right. So They're not going to cool. cut you short or something. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm remembering church bathrooms like magnificent. <laughs> sometimes marble, sometimes just like yeah. It, it didn't even <laughs> feel like we were on tour. Like I'm I'm like honestly. It's just you're just not used to that. Mm-hmm. How did you like shooting um, in a in a church? What was that like? Oh, it was, it was fine because you got to remember, like this is like a modern church. It's not like a mm-hmm. not like a like a prairie house looking thing, right? Yeah, it, it's like a, it's like a modern church with like a real good stage and like an actual sound system. Mm-hmm. Um, not like a traditional church, so. Um, for those shows, Disciple, they had like an entire huge production setup with like a big lighting truss. They had these video walls and like all these lights, all this stuff. So shooting them was pretty cool. And then War of Ages, they didn't obviously, they obviously didn't have as much. They had like a few blinders and some foggers, but it was, it was really cool. It was very easy to shoot in those churches because they just like, they have space. Um, mm-hmm. So it's easy to move around. Some of the club yeah. venues, not really, but <laughs> yeah, I I kind of miss that. Um, I and I'm sure you can attest to this: getting spoiled by a barrier uh, oh, as a oh, photographer. Hundred yeah, yeah, percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There were uh, there were a couple barricades, like like legit. There might have been like two barricades on this tour, because um, I don't think. Neither of the bands either specified to the venue if they wanted a barricade or not, but like some venues, excuse me, some venues mm. had a built-in barricade um, that mm. we would use, and yeah, that was cool. It was really nice, <coughs> but you know, I think I, I don't use them as much now because I kind of, I don't know, my view on concert photography is like I always try to get more of the audience in it than just like the band. I think when yeah. you tour with a band, it makes a lot more sense because, like, when you're shooting the same band every single night, like, the only variation is going to be the audience, really. So, right, I think right. just to keep myself from getting bored, I'm like, I gotta, like, not be right up on all this <laughs> and mm-hmm. get in there. But, yeah. That's, yeah, that's always the nice part of, like, being able to get, and I'll, I'll ask you later, but, like, your favorite position within the yeah. crowd. Yeah. You know, I think I think barricades are the greatest thing in the world if you're like a press photographer. Like if right. you're not traveling with a band, but you're like mm-hmm. working for a publication, shooting a band once, like mm-hmm. then it is like the greatest thing because you run in there, you get your shit, and then you're out, and it's great. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever? Well, what was the last? Uh, did you shoot any festivals? What was the last one you did? Uh, technically, yeah. So there's a festival called Face Down Fest. So um, War of Ages, they're signed to Face Down Records. Um, mm-hmm. So every year, Face Down Records, they have like a little festival. It was at Chain Reaction. 
Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So not festival. Like, like when I think of festival, I think of like outdoor, like warp tour type festival. But right, right. No, nah, it was just like an indoor. Um, but yeah, it was cool. They were like, they were like, they were oh, like yeah. seven or eight bands the first day, and then like another eight the next day. So. Yeah, yeah, I would qualify that as festival. Oh yeah, too, I mean, definitely qualified as a festival. All for day sure, things, but you know. It's just not what pops into my head when I think of a festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking of like when when you said it's great to shoot as a uh, press photographer for like, behind a barrier. Um, have you noticed like more stringent policies with with letting photographers in there? It depends. I think it entirely depends on management. Um, mm-hmm. Because I mean, I've been there. I think. When when you're a touring photographer, you kind of don't have any restrictions. Um, you know, you can you can go wherever, wherever. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think the only I'm trying to think any any Live Nation venue is not necessarily stringent, but they're very mm-hmm. clear about it, which is nice. I I really enjoy shooting at Live Nation venues um, mm-hmm. because like their day sheets are so good. Uh, <laughs> but I think. Yeah, a lot of the times, a lot of times theaters will kind of get you with that. Um, you mm-hmm. know, places that may or may not like have a lot of shows are usually like, hey, you can only like first three songs only. Although first three songs is pretty standard. Um, mm-hmm. And then some places are more stringent on like backstage access. But if I'm being honest, most of the venues we played at didn't even have a backstage, so it wouldn't have mattered. But uh, <laughs> right, right. And I think because, you know, I don't shoot shows that much unless I'm touring so mm. you know when you're on when you're on the road with the band I I guess don't I don't even notice if there are restrictions or not because I just know they're not going to apply to me uh right I kind of <laughs> just kind of just do my thing but yeah 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 that makes sense who was your uh who's your favorite to shoot hmm who's your favorite uh band to shoot or oh, maybe definitely definitely shoot? War of Ages like the mm. most recent one for sure um you know I was out with um I was technically out with O Sleeper last year, mm-hmm. um, not with them, but I was with a support band called Earthgrowns, um, mm-hmm. and they were supporting O Sleeper, so we kind of worked together that way. They were pretty cool, but War of Ages, I think not necessarily because of like the shows themselves, but like War of Ages are just good dudes. Like they were really mm-hmm. fun dudes to be around, so like that makes it more fun to shoot them performing. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was that was definitely. Those are the good ones. Mm. Yeah, man, I miss it. Yeah. <laughs> I miss the smaller, the smaller shows for Dude, sure. Dude, yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah. I love DIY shows so much. Yeah. Like, there's a completely different energy to them, which I think is really, mm-hmm. really awesome. Yeah, there's, there's always that sense of like uh, hyper professionalism in say uh, a big theater, like yeah. you were saying, with uh, Live Nation or um, there's so much be- Golden there's Voice like bureaucracy involved. Yeah, there's like always somebody with something in their ear. Yeah. Like there's always a suit walking around. You're something like, like you're that. like, hey, like, can I get some water? And they're like, oh, let me ask the stage manager. And it's like, yeah. oh, you were the stage <laughs> like, manager. Yeah, it's like, could you just grab it? Like, it'd like, be oh, fun. No, I'm the production manager, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the same thing. Hmm. But yeah. But yeah, house show. Nothing beats a house show. Oh, dude, I, I <laughs> like agree. if you want to go back to those. My, you know, funny thing. So my band, um, we've been performing for about two to a little over two years, mm. and our first show was a house show, and it was bad. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> just because, like, you know, we like we're all competent musicians, but I think no matter what band you're in, your mm. first show is always gonna something's gonna screw up. Um, yeah. And our our guitar amp like just fried like halfway through our first song. It just oh stopped, no! It blew, it blew a fuse. So. Um, <laughs> Thankfully, one of the other bands like really quickly just like let us use our stuff, and we were the last band too, so it didn't really matter like time wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me, uh, it didn't really matter because we were the last band. But like there is a good like fifteen minutes of us like trying to figure out like how to make this happen. Uh, and then because our set I mean, was our set was like twenty minutes long, it was not a long set anyway. So yeah, thank God for. But that. then you spent, but thank, then you spent half of it troubleshooting oh and God, yeah. But thankfully, yeah. we haven't had any problems since that. Um, mm. But I guess I like. I mean, we've played house shows since then. But um, yeah, no, I like them. I like them a lot, especially yeah. when there's a lot of people there. That's when it's like, that's when it's the best. But yeah, everybody packed into a garage or a living room or something. Like it's yeah. just awesome. It's good times. I love those. Yeah, there's one out here that's like legendary among all the punks in San Bernardino. Yeah, and uh, it's just like a house that has shows constantly well not anymore but like um it seemed like once a week for a while it was great mm-hmm. yeah and it's just you know byob respect the space yeah uh no, there's definitely, <laughs> don't there fight, definitely you know? etiquette that i think was just very commonly known that was super cool mm-hmm. yeah i miss those yeah i miss miss a lot of photography <laughs> i'm trying to get out i'm trying to do more like because you could still leave the house, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to just like find projects, you know, trying to find something to do. They closed all that hiking trail, so that's oh, that out. Sucks. I was just, we were in we were in Yosemite on this tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, we spent we spent the night there. We went camping. Um, mm-hmm. That was incredible. It was my Gorgeous. first time there. I'm sure you've been there tons of times because you lived. There. I actually haven't. Really? <laughs> you gotta go. Yeah. You gotta go, man. Once it yeah. opens back up, you gotta go. Because. Um, mm-hmm. We went camping. I, I, honestly, like camping out there makes me want to do more camping. Um, yeah, <laughs> but you know the band we just rolled up. You know there was like no cell service. Mm-hmm. Uh, driving through the mountains, it was super scary with a van and trailer, but it made it happen. Um, <laughs> but it, a place like Yosemite, y- you literally cannot take a bad picture. Like anything will look good, no matter where you are. Right. Um, so that was that was super. That was, probably uh. my, that was probably my favorite time on tour because then we had a campsite, started a fire, just mm-hmm. brought a bunch of hot dogs and just started them over. Like it was, it was a good time. So uh, that's that. so cool. I want to try to find a way to do that in Nebraska, but I don't even know. Like I, I got to figure out if the campsites here are still open. I haven't done looked into that yet, but mm. I hope they are. Well, if the yeah, if the state is being um, reluctant, you know, you might have some luck. Worst case, they'll kick you out like halfway through as soon as you get the first hot dog on the yeah. bone, you know. I mean, hopefully, <laughs> you would think that like a campsite would be the good place to, to practice social distancing, but I imagine mm-hmm. that a lot of people are having that same idea. So, yeah, yeah. I, um, we have just like this little hiking trail in my city, mm-hmm. and, uh, or not hiking, um, like running and biking, whatever, and it just kind of like goes through the city. Uh, and it's still open despite everything else being closed down and everybody now wants to be healthy and get out and all that and I'm like oh I thought I could you know this would be a great way to to break this social distancing thing and nope now everybody wants to suddenly do it so 
Yeah. It's, it shouldn't be a surprise, but nope. it, it definitely is. What was it like? Um, so you said you were worried about having the trailer and the and the van on Yosemite. Did you ever run into any trouble on the road? No, not really. It was just like the thing, you're just going up so high and the roads are so narrow that you really just got to, it's you just got to watch yourself. Um, mm. There was one instance where we had to pull over one time because um, the brakes started to get really hot. Uh, so we had to pull over. The brakes kind of started to smoke up a little bit. Oh, jeez! Uh, it wasn't anything. It wasn't <laughs> anything bad. Like they weren't on fire or anything. We just had to pull over, let them chill out for a bit. Um, mm-hmm. And it was really cool because we got we were we like found a. <laughs> it was a really good spot to uh, have to stop because it was just a really cool view. Um, mm. And so we were all just chilling there for a bit. Like we we stopped for maybe like ten minutes, and then we're back on it. Um, mm. But yeah, thankfully it, it didn't like snow or anything. If it snowed, it would have been it would have been bad. But <laughs> that you would just, suck. there's just a there's just a lot of clips. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Almost without a hitch, then. Oh, uh, yeah. Totally without a hitch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Okay, man. Do you are you looking? Are you doing any like tentative planning for for post quarantine? Yeah, life? I, mean, I already uh, have a few more. Uh, I have a couple tours hopefully lined up later in the summer. I can't talk, I can't say them yet, but uh, mm-hmm. and we're we're getting some planning happening. It's obviously hard because you know who knows if the world's gonna open back up in like July or August. I have no idea. Um, yeah, but you know plans are being made. We'll see. I think. You know, if I don't know, like if the virus will be completely gone by July, but I'm I'm wondering if we'll get to a point. I'm hopeful that we can get to a point where we can at least like bands can at least go on tour. Um, yeah, yeah. By July, that'd be great. But they just extended it here. Yeah, uh, to like, well, I mean, in to LA like May, to a like middle yeah of May fifteenth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they just keep pushing it, and it's and it's nice. Like I saw this tweet about it. Uh, that was that just hit the nail on the head. They were saying, of course, they're not going to tell us it's we're shut down for the end of the year. They're just going to tell us like a month at a time or yeah. a few weeks at a time because we wouldn't be able to handle it. We'd go nuts. Oh, yeah. If they yeah. said, OK, nothing till December. Because well, like, I think no, like, we're not going to do if that. If you were to tell an entire populace like, hey, you guys can't leave your house till December. Yeah. I think your success rate would just plummet because you'd have folks that were like, screw that. I'm not going to follow that versus mm-hmm. I feel like if you go month by month like you're still going to have a collapse but it's not it's going to be later than <laughs> if you were just like you you're, you're going to make it a few more months before the whole the whole populace just revolts but yeah yeah you know I cuz I thought about that too it's like if it if they just said nothing till December I'd be like I'm not going to I don't know if I want to listen to that, you know, like, yeah. but not like anything's going to be open. So it's, yeah. you can't really do anything. Yeah. That, especially that, for that bands. That is true. Like you can go outside, but all the restaurants are closed. Everything's closed. Like that's still happening yeah. here. Like most of our, most of our restaurants have closed, um, or at least they're doing like, they're doing delivery only. Um, mm-hmm. but like all the tattoo shops, all the haircut, hair places, all of the, all like the, Stores, most of them are. The mm-hmm. Stores are closed. Some stores are doing like, some stores are still open, but they're like only doing curbside delivery or mm-hmm. um, 
some stores. Some stores are still just like straight up open as normal, but they're like they're maintaining social distancing within within the store. Um, yeah. You know, I go I go I go shooting, so our, our gun store is still open for the most part. Um, That's essential. Yeah, it is essential. Damn right, it's mm. essential. <laughs> uh, but yeah, most of the places. So like, even yeah, even if there was, even if everyone was just like, screw it, we're leaving, like there mm. would be nothing to do. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, shooting sounds fun, dude. It is a lot of fun. Although I'm mad because yeah. the so the store that I go to, they have an indoor shooting range, um, mm. which is usually where I go. But they they closed the shooting range because of uh. social distancing. So I think yeah. my friend my friend told me about a piece of land like in the middle of nowhere that you can go shooting at. So. I kind of want to try that, um, but yeah, it's you've fun. got a lot of land out there, right? Yeah, so. dude, Nebraska. Yeah, there's a lot of land out here in Nebraska, <laughs> but because like it's funny because you, you look at Nebraska, and um, you know we have two big cities. We have Lincoln. We have Omaha, and I think a lot of folks that come to Nebraska assume that Omaha is the capital if they've been to Omaha because it's a it's like it feels like a kind of big city not really but you know what i mean um <laughs> bigger than bigger than, uh, bigger than lincoln, lincoln for sure then. yeah like by a, by <coughs> a good good amount um oh. and they're like right next to each other like lake lincoln is one hour away from omaha so mm. and both these cities are on the eastern side of nebraska so like mm. right just in the little little end of nebraska and then everything west of that is just like so barren like you have little you have tiny cities mm-hmm. all the way west till you hit like Kearney but even Kearney like that's not really a big city um and so mm. driving from Lincoln to like Denver like from to Colorado is so annoying because you're driving <laughs> through literally nothing for like seven hours uh yeah and even in Colorado like Colorado has a lot of that until you get to Denver like Right. So yeah. Until you, you hit Vail and get, all the you Rockies, you don't get out of the plains until you're in Denver. So yeah, I'm I'm just on the other side, right? So like yeah. I had I I took a trip to Denver in like '09 or something yeah. like that, just with a friend, and it was the most beautiful drive Dude, I had it's ever so done. Good. It's <laughs> but from from this side it's of it, so good. Yeah, yeah, and it was snowing. Like we got snowed out. My first time driving in snow. Oh like, God, yeah. There were a lot of like dangers but to it's it a, and, it is um, a beautiful drive oh yeah going through utah going through um like one little corner of arizona where yeah, yeah, yeah. where all these rock formations I, are. You know, i think i want to i would i want to move to utah like not anytime soon but like mm-hmm. way later in life like i could see myself settling down in utah because like every time i've been to salt lake city i'm just like this is so cool I keep hearing that Salt Lake City is a great place, and I've never been. Yeah, it's I, um, beautiful. I think the big I thing made is that it's sharp beautiful. Right, like, literally, so. if you're in Salt Lake City, you're mm-hmm. surrounded by mountains. Anywhere you look, there's mountains. <sighs> um, but then also, it's really cheap to live there. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, <laughs> I should I should preface Nebraska is extremely cheap to live. Um, <laughs> so anywhere I go is going to be more expensive. But yeah. compared to other places like Utah, you could probably you could find like one bedroom apartments in Utah for like under a thousand dollars easy. What? Um, yeah, I I pay, I, I live alone right here in an apartment. Mm-hmm. I pay four fifty a month. What? Yeah. <laughs> 
450 for a, a one bedroom? One bedroom. It's 600 square feet. Like, oh my god, 450 a month. It's my, it's the one way that I can flex <laughs> on my friends from California is like, you guys have all this cool shit, but I pay like no money to live. So, yeah. Um, my rent is a thousand dollars a month, yeah. roughly. Do you, do you live alone? Yeah. No, I have a roommate. Is it a, <laughs> I split is this it a with somebody. With the roommate or? Uh, no, uh, it's a thousand just for me. So it's like 20. So, so it's like 2000. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 2000 plus utilities, yeah, yeah, which yeah. we, yeah, yeah. we tend to keep As low. You mentioned, it's, um, it's 450 plus utilities here too. So it ends up being like 600 a month, but still it's like, that's like nothing. <laughs> Deal. <And> well, it's <laughs> great because when I'm, when I'm touring, like that's one of the most difficult things about being on tour for a really long time is like, you're paying your same monthly bills, but you're not home. Yeah. And so at least when I'm not home, my monthly bills aren't that much. So, right. You're essentially just paying rent yeah. and yeah. internet. My utilities right. are very cheap when I'm not home. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, honestly, like, like being in there. Nebraska is tight. Like it, it, I think a lot of folks have this, like when they, when someone says Nebraska, they like th- have this thought in their head of like what Nebraska is, but like, yeah, it's a really cool place and it's unbelievably cheap to live so i'm staying here for a bit but you know if i could get up and move anywhere in the country it'd definitely be to utah mm-hmm. it has i was looking at the colorado effect where like everyone wants to move to colorado or mm-hmm. you know everyone wants to live to, in california although i think california is on the reverse of that now or like folks in california are like i want to get out of california now um it's getting too crowded it's getting too crowded yeah they, and they say yeah, it's gonna they, happen to colorado um mm-hmm. but well since legalization they were saying uh 10,000 a month were moving to the state yeah. some crazy amount and uh I went there in 09 and then I went there again like 3 years ago I think mm-hmm. about 2 or 3 years ago I was and, I was um, just in Colorado we went we went to Colorado on this tour so there's Oh a, okay. there's a restaurant How did it feel? There's a restaurant in Denver called Illegal Pete's which is like Chipotle but like way better um, and, but they, their whole thing is they have like, uh, they have what's called their starving artist program and mm-hmm. bands that are on tour can apply and they'll just get free food. Um, what? Yeah. That's like, so cool. You, 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 like you, like two days before you get there, you like fill out a form. That's like, we're in this band, we're on this tour, there's seven of us. And then you get a plot, you can apply for it and then you can just, you, they just give you a free, a free meal and it's amazing. It's so uh. good. But that's so cool it's something I, it's like, some, like if i ever go back to den like whenever i go back to denver i will always do that just because it's so good but mm-hmm. both the times that i've been to denver recently have been on tour so kind of works out mm-hmm. yeah that's awesome yeah denver's so nice like it, people there I, are just I so like Den- I do like kind yeah it, but that's they're twice and i just fell in love with it both so times. expensive to live there um but it is not it to is, you, it, but to me, it's pretty cheap. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Compared to California, absolutely. I mean, yeah. everything compared to California is going to be mm. cheap, except New York City. But New that's York, out of the New question. York I, and New York City <laughs> and California are kind of in their own. They're like in their yeah. own world. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Denver is Denver is really cool. I I look on like Zillow every now and then, just in downtown Denver, where like it's a major city, right? Oh, and absolutely, it, and it, yeah feels like a major city but it's still like it doesn't feel like la that's for sure yeah i mean i mean nothing feels yeah. like la I right mean, right i the, the the first time i had a i had a my first time in la i had a 45 minute lift ride to go like five miles and it was just like 
what the heck? No. And it costs like $30. <laughs> I was in LA for like four days and I spent $200 on Lyft. It was so stupid. Oh my God. But I had to. Like I was going from, I had to go from LAX to Van Nuys and then um, back and forth and then just random places in LA. But the first time I got on the 405 and experienced that, like. Oh God. <laughs> never yeah. again. <laughs> I never want to do that again. Yeah. Then you get home to Nebraska and you're like, oh my God, Dude, I can yeah, see like the horizon. Here, like, like, like traffic can get, <laughs> I think, you know, LA traffic is so bad, partly because like they have enough roads for the traffic to be bad. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And Nebraska traffic gets bad, but you know, our roads are legitimately just smaller. Like we don't have as many like four or five lane roads as you do in LA. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, when I got home to Nebraska, I was like, this traffic is nothing compared to <laughs> LA, like not even close. Yeah. You never feel more grateful than to just like, oh yeah, what a relief. I can drive and not have to plan 45 minutes in advance. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I don't go to the beach because yeah. it takes forever. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. It's, if it's an hour away, <laughs> it's, we're going to take you two hours to get there. Mm hmm. Three hours back. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where did you play in uh, in L.A.? Um, so I actually, so this time in L.A. was Chain Reaction. Um, right. Actually, yeah. Both times that I went to L.A. on tour were in Chain Reaction. Um, and then I went there on my own uh, a couple of years ago to shoot a wedding. Um, mm-hmm. And... That was I think I think shooting the wedding was the most fun because I like I like had more time there. Like I was there for like four days versus being there for a day on tour. Um, Right. But yeah, that was really, really cool. Although on both Mm. the tours, we we went to a lot more places in California. So like on this tour, we were in Sacramento. We were in Fresno and San Mm. Diego. Um, And that was Pretty cool. Fresno is dope. I don't care what anyone says. I like Fresno. A lot. <laughs> That's where all my friends who were in band in high school they they always had a thing in Fresno, yeah. like the dude, the big. It was it's, dude. Fresno is sick. Thing. Yeah, I I hear good things. I haven't been up north in since I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. I'm like totally so Southern California. Yeah, yeah. I got you. for no reason at all. I just don't get out. Yeah. Yeah. How about San Diego? What was that like? San Diego was really. Well, I mean, besides uh, having to cancel the tour, yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> San Diego was cool. Um, San Diego, that's we went. To, we all went to the beach. Um, had some really good food. Hung out with some cool dudes. We hung out with the vocalist from As I Lay Dying, which is pretty sick. Uh, oh, cool! Yeah, just randomly they knew him. Like, that was cool. <laughs> uh, we ate like we got so much sushi. Um, it was one of those places where like, it's, it's all you can eat. So you pay like, you pay like mm. one price and you can get as much as you want. But if you don't eat it, you have to pay for it. So like, Oh yeah. There was pressure. Yeah. Like we ordered so much and we're like, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta eat all this. But it was, pretty, yeah. it was pretty good. Especially like with rice, like you can't even save the rice or anything no, like no. that or um, can't get a to go box. I mean, I think in they general, even, in some general, of them don't even care. You can't save sushi. Like I'm, I'm one of those folks for like I, I believe yeah. like if you you can't take home sushi, it's just not gonna be good. Um, yeah, but you're also like a thousand miles from the nearest body of water, so <laughs> that is a good. Point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean Nebraska sushi is pretty good um, if you go to a mm. restaurant, but it's nothing compared to like California. Oh yeah, or mm. 
one of those places. But fish is fish. If it's like if it's not expired, I'll eat it. Like, oh, dude, same, same. You know, Absolutely. I love fish. I I love fish yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. Before all this outbreak stuff happened, um, I'd get these like bags of frozen fish from Costco, mm-hmm. and that was like my jam. Like wild oh, yeah. salmon from Costco is like so good. <laughs> I got this giant cod from a place called Winco yeah. out here. Uh, well, you probably, and I think you probably have local. options in Southern California. Yeah, yeah, we got a few <laughs> for sure. But uh, yeah, even then, like I just went for like the basic just cod is super cheap. Yeah. It was like 14 bucks for this massive well, it's, piece. It's really easy and, to cook too. Oh, yeah. And I just made all kinds of things yeah. with it. It was... Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, I had to go there. But that's one of those, like, sort of, it's Costco, but you don't need a membership. Oh, and it's dope. a lot smaller. Yeah, so it's, you can get, you know, they have the pillars of, like, beans and, and rice and that sort of thing. And you just, like, fill up your bags yeah. and whatnot. Okay, man. Yeah. But they uh, they got hit hard. I, during, I bet, uh, I bet. Yeah, so everybody was stocking up. And, yeah. And everyone's yeah. stocking up here, too. We finally, like... The last couple times I went to the store, they had toilet paper. So that was kind of a good sign. Um, mm. But man, like when I got I had a home, few rolls left. When I got home, there was nothing. So <laughs> you had to start taking it from anywhere you can get it. Yeah. There's a lot of produce, mm. a lot of fresh fruit, fresh vegetables. Folks weren't getting it. <laughs> it was just like, it was all the rice, beans, and pasta that were gone. Yeah. But like, yeah. I was still like, fine. I was like, I can. Like, just buy fresh food and then I'm good. Yeah, because I had, I we, I've had a lot of rice. I mean, I'm Korean, so I have rice all the time. But mm-hmm. so I had a lot of rice already, so I didn't need to get more. But one of my friends, I texted him I'm like, "Hey, tour got canceled. I'm coming home early." And he's like, "Hey, do you want me to go to the store and get you stuff because you're not here?" And he bought me like a yeah. bunch of rice. Um, oh, which ended up coming in super clutch because I, I, as I found out, there was none when I got home. So, yeah, ended up working. Perfect out, timing. But. Yeah, I have like this three pound bag that I I've had for a long time, yeah. and I was like, oh, Dude, perfect, it, it'll last. Everything's gone. Don't eat a whole I lot. can't even find yeast at the uh, at the store to make bread. That's really, you know, like everybody's taking everything. Dude, that's 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 hilarious. They're taking the yeast. Yeah, like the little packets of yeast. I'm like, <laughs> man. That's People funny. thought about this. That's I, I uh, kind of sold them short. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think that anybody would bother to start making bread or anything. Dude. And our produce was gone. Um, but then it ended, like all that was left was like parsley and yeah. lemons yeah, yeah, and yeah. like just a weird mix of things you can't really do anything with. Yeah. 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 It's starting to come back. Yeah. It'll be good. It will be. Well, 